And we're live. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. This is the Reality Czars podcast, and we're your hosts, Nate and Tony. Hello. And we have the great fucking scrambling Brian Norton on here. Dude, we are so stoked to have you. Uh, how you doing, man? Do you want to tell people who you are and, like, how they know you or how they should know you? Oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, you know me from, like, uh, the Squatch Vest or... Uh, Brother, what's the name um, of your podcast? God. Pimp your podcast. Yeah. Okay. Well, you might know me from like the TSP community, right? I've been I've been fucking listening to Jack since like 2008. <laughs> He's like episode 3000, whatever. So I've been around that like uh, online bullshit for I don't I don't even know how long that is. 14 years. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then I so finally I started a podcast. Shit. Uh, well, October, right? No, no. So I finished that studio up here in uh, Federal Way, Washington. Anybody wants to start a podcast or do something cool, I got space. Um, so I built that for other people to go do some shit in, record an album or do whatever they said they were going to do, right? Everybody says they're going to do shit. <laughs> uh, and then everybody disappeared. Uh, so I started uh, Unloose the Goose, right? Um, that started going... Everybody started getting super busy. All their other side projects were blowing up. Uh, Nicole was like living free in Tennessee and uh, uh, Xavier Hawk. He's working on his coin project and Firon. Uh, who was all in that? Uh, Curtis Stone, uh, Jack Spirko. Anyway, they started getting busy on the side shit. Nicole was having to do all the, pro all the, all the, the, the manual labor <laughs> producing a show. Um, Right. So I jumped in to help her. So I started doing that for those guys in October. Tried it out a little bit. Was like, oh, this is kind of fun. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that ended and uh, I just said, fuck it. And I just started. Uh, so I started Scrambling University. Um, is that the name of your show? Yeah. So it's I like it. It's so messed up. Right. It's just like. Uh, uh, with that so it's an at sign scrambling university right which just fucks everything <laughs> up but i pretty much am at sign scrambling everywhere if it's not it's you know in the right list that might put you right at the top oh because at <laughs> yeah oh, just to do myself you know what actually yeah actually after it starts getting going a little it's so so it could be genius move by mistake i don't know but the, uh, uh, it wasn't taken anywhere, right? And I never thought you could put a goofy character at the beginning of names. So I was kind of like, well, we'll just see. And it worked. Uh, but yeah, fuck. Dude, I had like, literally I had like four careers. Like full, full bottom to top. Fucking, I can teach people a lot of shit. Uh, actually, I drove down to Oregon today to go pick up a... The shirts from the Squatch Fest, uh, Spring Awakening that we got to get out to back orders. Um, so they're going out. Uh, but yeah, so I was talking to Patty, who's our uh, agorist attorney friend, um, on how to do business consulting, right? Um, but I want to limit my liability completely. And the value for value model is just, God, it's so fucking perfect, right? So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do business consulting for like, I don't want to help big businesses do sh nasty, stupid shit to people. Um, so yeah, yeah. 
if you're out there and you want help with anything like super creative and small, I'm going to name it something like Gorilla Something. Because um, it's my favorite thing, getting small shit fucking just rolling with no budget. Um, but yeah, so I want to be able to limit my liability, right? So the deal is I have to agree to binding arbitration and my liability is limited to whatever you pay me. I like it. Pay me a grand. You come get your grand. That's it, right? Because I can just tell you shit. I have. I could tell you like walk across the street, right? A thousand ways. You could skip across the street, jump across the street, run across the street. The car is going to come, right? Like I can't foresee the car, how fast it's going, how you choose. None of it, right? So that some way I had to limit my liability. So actually working with Patty on her helping small businesses with agorist solutions for binding arbitration to keep us out of the fucking state court system. Fuck yeah, man. That's so from goddamn the smart and necessary. Mother oh, no, fucker. you have to pre-think this. Don't start nothing <laughs> until you've thought of how it's going to go off the rails. Well, I'm an idiot asshole, and I just start things. I never, I've always no, no, I do too. Trust me, I'm older now. I like, yeah, I I can make money alcoholism. (laughs) Yeah, fuck. It's so let's talk Squatch Fest, bro. Let's, I'm really fucking excited. Squatch Fest, um, yeah, yeah. So, um, man, so interesting, right? Uh, Wow, this is the perfect place to tell this fucking story. Holy shit. Okay, have you heard me tell the story of the very first 14 days of COVID when I was fucking there on the fake uh, the fake testing site? No. Tell us. Oh. Let's go hard, man. Oh, Let's geez. do it. Let's get kicked no, off YouTube. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. It, 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 well, it's, I have a paycheck, and it was on Channel 4 at 10 o'clock. You could just pull the archive. It's me in the fucking green shirt that says Royal Restroom right here. And that's me in the Carhartt's underneath moving the industrial heater in the fucking background very clearly. So the member, because it started up in Bellevue, right? So they needed to set up that first fucking testing tunnel, which was at 154th and uh, 1st at that Walgreens in Burien. And... I worked for the restroom company driving around those super fancy bathrooms, the ones the doctors shit in that they refuse to go in a porta potty in those parking lots, right? They have to have the like marble floors and the real flush toilets. They're pretty so, sweet, man. As, I like those. Yeah, yeah, they're nice. Oh, air conditioning, <laughs> radio, CD, smelly nice. Uh, they so, got TVs in them and uh, shit. For days. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're fucking expensive, man. Yeah. But okay. Yeah, but the CDC doesn't fucking care, right? gold-plated shitters coming to you in a big old, yeah, I, I just did it because I love driving that fucking super fancy giant diesel truck. Um, so we roll up, set up the shit. You see me doing I didn't do so They set up the puppet tent, right? Ran one fucking car through it. The chick did the one swabby swab. Channel 4 got their shot. Like, literally, as soon as the Channel 4 chick got in the car and fucking her wheels hit First Avenue, the three dudes leading the setup that were all, like, Hair like this. I used to have hippie hair until three weeks ago. That's a different story. But fucking, I get the call on my phone like five seconds later. Dude, take that shit back to the fucking valley and park it. Like, I just said it. Like, no, 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 take it all down. (laughs) Take it back and park it. Like, tent guys are ripping the fucking tent down. Heater guys taking the heater away. Diesel guys are taking the generator. Like, 
the thing fucking existed for like 10 minutes. That was it. There were no test kits. There were no tests. It was all bullshit for the news, right? So think about this. That's day 14. I was in the middle of that bullshit. Now, 10 days later or something like that, New York bullshit, right? At the at the uh, uh, Javits Center. I used to do conventions at Javits every year. I know how big that fucking place was, the International Hotel Show. So that clip that they were showing from there for like 15 seconds from the, like all the, the morgue trucks and all that, right? Well, I just played this fucking game. And then they brought the ships, took the ships away, no one went on the ship. Like, I was there. So anyway, I got death threats within like, oh, I don't know, three weeks of fucking having that on my Facebook. And then like, yeah. Then like, <laughs> Who was threatening you? It's bullshit for my company. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Every every carrier in the world couldn't hear like the reality of like, no, no. So, so as soon as that happened, I signed up for Dash and uh, Grubhub the next day, right? Because that was essentially the essential essential because you had to get fucking docs their food and shit because, you know, the world's ending. And then I was just running my fucking Facebook live, walking in, handing them their food in all the empty places. And then on the way out, I would just spin around back because I worked restaurants half my goddamn life. Where do the cooks smoke? Out back by the fucking dumpsters. Every fucking time I rolled back in the hospitals, they're in their hazmat fucking clown suits with the fucking hoods up, smoking by the back door. I like peace out, buddy. He's like, I love that. That's what fucking like. Okay, come on. Like I really got the awesome, to set man. that shit up in my street, and I'm like running a prop show out here. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. You know the people I'm that had the money I'm for that. Budget. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They were the dudes in the fucking truck. Oh, so anyway, it's been fun through the clown show right so you want to know how Squatch started without knowing that it's hard to like get how it started (laughs) so oh god we need our memory stick Mm. (laughs) so Inslee remember Thanksgiving day when he did his fake-a-thon with his giant mask and his wife like sitting apart and telling us like the next day he was gonna lock us the fuck down like that was it state of washington you can't go outside you can't leave you can't see your neighbor fucking nothing they were roping off the parks and all that goddamn shit yeah i remember that shit yeah that was that day it was the day after thanksgiving so i went on freedom cells or one of the chatty chat groups and it was just like oh no motherfucker not happening not fucking happening like here's the place next saturday High fucking noon. I am going to light the biggest goddamn bonfire you ever fucking seen. You're going to see it for fucking space, you bitch. Anyone wants to come out and party is nothing but a blackberry field of pricky shit. But if you bring a hammock, you can find a speak to camp or bring a machete and whack a spot. And fuck. Six days later, I think it was like December 2nd or something was that Saturday, whatever that was. That was that flag you got behind you. We were like whipping that bitch out, right? That was like Porcupine Freedom Fest. Unloose the goose on the other side, right? And the squatches, because we were fucking pissed. Had enough. When I put my beer down and say, hold this, shit fucking changes. Boom. It was on. 
So yeah, uh, six days later, 106 people, kids, dogs, families. We played Frisbee. We fucking bullshitted. I don't think the C word, not the four-letter one, was mentioned the whole fucking day. And yeah, we just yeah, had yeah. ate some more. Like, I had some fun. And uh, that was it. And then as everybody was like rolling out Sunday morning, we're like, well, fuck this. If this bullshit's still going on, okay, roll them. Every six months, we're going to just remind him. <laughs> we are not fucking to be managed. <laughs> we dude, are it, it came at a perfect dude. time, dude. I, I like, I needed that at that time, dude. It was fucking wild. I don't even know how I heard about it. I think I heard about it through McKenzie uh, and through like that whole like PDX free thinkers kind of that kind of group. And yeah, it, it got talking about and yeah, exactly. And uh, I don't even know what made me decide to drive all the fucking way up there, but I did. A wacky spot in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Dude, that was the time. But do you remember this time? This is because I live on the border of fucking Oregon and Washington. And at that time, if you stepped a toe into Washington and came back, you were supposed to fucking quarantine for two weeks. Every single fucking time, some crazy Everything. shit. Like, like you come off an airplane, you weren't supposed to be going to work. Like all of it, all of the yeah. fucking insanity. Like it was during okay. the craziest fucking shit, man. Yeah, and then I was just like, I reject your fucking reality. I'm sorry, I, I am not on enough fucking crazy meds to like go down that rabbit hole with you people. Fucking a man! I like hang out at my place and I like cut grass and take care of my pine trees. They don't seem to fucking like know even what day it is. They don't fucking care. So neither do I. And that's where me and Tony met, man. Yeah, and it was so good just to have like a group of people. Like I think that just that meeting is so important. Like, it, like I've been thinking about this like so much about like. Like you get to meet new people, you get to try a new kind of like if you want to try something, that's a perfect incubator for doing it, and to shut all of that shit down. Yeah, and you can tell people shit at a festival, like, "Hey, I'm thinking about starting a company, doing blah blah, like flying airplanes." Like people, nobody's like, "Oh, that's the dumbest thing I ever fucking heard of," (laughs) right? You, everybody's like, "Oh, wait, my uncle." Is working on some rotor shit. Hang on. Like, yeah, yeah, dude. The people at happens. Squatch Fest are all fucking interesting, unique, successful. Like, there's just interesting fucking people there. Like, it's Whoa. just a group of fucking cool people. We were talking about. I froze. Brian, you froze, buddy. He'll be back. <laughs> yeah. How are you doing, buddy? I'm pretty good, man. I'm looking forward to pork fast, so. Oh, you fucking bastard. I'm so jealous. I'm so fucking jealous. (laughs) Brian. (laughs) Brian, yeah. Yeah, dude, take lots of pictures of pork fast. We'll put them on the Instagram. I'll send them. uh, Yeah, I'll send some to you when I. I I wonder. (laughs) I'm going to text him. (laughs) (laughs) Text him. Uh, okay. 
I'm going to kick him out and tell him to fucking join back in. Okay. Yeah, he oh, there he goes. He did it himself. Okay. Live radio, man. Okay. But anyways, dude. Uh, so I don't know if I – I just found this out like earlier today. Uh, do you remember the guy – I I don't – know if you were even fucking there do you remember the guy that we talked to about uh cryptozoology were you there for brent uh ben tejada ben ingram tejada that might have been one that i did um yeah really cool dude he lives in oregon city uh we've been like chatting and becoming friends and stuff and we had we were talking about like doing a sasquatch uh we were gonna go and do a sasquatch hunt like this summer maybe a couple of them like go out in the deep fucking wilderness and so uh I guess this is going to be an announcement to everybody. We're going to fucking make a documentary, dog. Oh, no way. Yeah. Hey, brother, you're back. Uh, oh, you're back. There we go. I didn't know if I was getting swatted. Holy. <laughs> oh, oh, God no. damn it. God damn it. Okay, Everybody there you are. Down. <laughs> uh, it That's wasn't his fault. Sucks, man. Everything went down. It- God damn it, Brian. <laughs> Are you there? Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. yeah now I can hear you. You're still oh, there. We go. <laughs> now we're catching up. Okay. Yeah. Shit. Squatch Fest. Sorry. It, uh, man. So connections is where we left off, right? All the crazy sh- people who have met. I was telling you before we started for the last Squatch Fest, we were trying to get somebody to come out. He was, he's a jazz historian guy, but he was going to try on a persona of DJ. Jerva, he's a, a Finnish guy, and uh, tell jazz history tales for two, three minutes, like NPR shit, right? Tell you about the artist and where this particular cut, why it's cool, play a song on a big sound system, so it'll sound really cool in the big pine trees. Uh, so him and his daughter made a couple TikToks of just him in different outfits and bullshit, just trying it on for us to create for Squatch Fest, and uh, his sister's partners working on the new miles davis film saw that and now he's gonna go around the country interviewing miles davis's old band members Ta-da. wow yeah yeah and i'm twisting arms that he's gonna bring it for next watch at least one day that's so, dope man yeah, yeah whatever cool, i don't know man. if he's gonna do like you know like borak or whatever like if he's gonna go out as a as his dj like jazz guy now i yeah i'm yeah so we'll We'll see. We'll see. Well, it's the thing, though. Like, there's so many people who have those talents and knowledge, but they don't have an sector for it. Like, there's no place where that makes sense in their lives. And just being at a place where it's just like, do whatever the fuck you want. You know? I can, and like, what old man is normally going to just start a TikTok? You know what I mean? Like, the older generation. Normally, there's no fucking way. Some old guy from Finland is not going to start TikTok. TikTok. Just, yeah, you know, it's, yeah, it's like, uh, it's the mix, right? And that's why if you look at, it's the mix of old and new. And I think, okay, so if you look at the first, when I meet new people and I try to tell them like, what the fuck is Squatch now? Because it's starting to become a thing, right? And it's kind of morphing, right? The first flag was like, fuck you, Gary. Like, no way. I'm not sitting down. No, right? So that's why it's black. It's fucking the anarchist flag with an AK for a reason. It's still our flag, but we're evolving, right? So then the next spring, 
uh, artist friend uh, did that one, right? So that was Squatch Fest Spring 21. Like more like campfire. Now the like goose and the porcupine and the squatch are hanging out roasting marshmallows together, right? They are kicked on the tree. They're fucking chilling. All kinds of like image. There's all kinds of stuff in the trees and up in the clouds. But it got to be more about like hanging out with groups of people and doing squatch talks. So squatch talk one was the chairwoman of the Washington State Entheogenic Society, right? Uh, entheogens are like earth medicines, like all earth meds. Hell yeah. That grow, like weed, peyote, mushrooms, uh, toads, you know, all that stuff. Cactus, it's like DMT, whatever, earth medicine. Shit that's not pharmaceutical based, right? So she gave the first squatch talk, right? She's also like chair. She's like head of state psychiatric for kids or something that are in state custody or whatever. So she's like, well, okay, here's the talk I have to give it before 5 p.m. every day. Right. And then when the bell rings and free to say, I don't represent the state. Here's the other talk. And she gave us the other talk, but it was nice to hear both. Right. And, uh, like, here's what I would tell parents at 459. Here's what I tell parents at 501. Um, so she, they were all spearheading that effort, right, to, like, decriminalize, 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 decriminalize. And my really only comment was, like, yeah, yeah. Defense is always fun. But isn't offense so much more fun? Like, Really? Wouldn't you love to be just the battering ram instead of like always trying to like dodge the like being killed by a half a millimeter? <laughs> so she, I was like, don't ask for permission. Like, if you that's what you want, make it like fucking we grant ourselves permission. So yeah. now in the city of Seattle, you can manufacture any hallucinogen you want for your own product for your own consumption. Not allowed. Is that to true? Break. Yeah. It, it, the city of Seattle made it a law, positively on the books, a law. You are allowed to set up yourself a manufacturing facility for yourself. Manufacture any psychedelic you want. Grow toads, do whatever. Right? So the state is like, hey, you can't fucking do that. So what did Seattle say? They sent them back the same fucking <laughs> letter that they sent to yeah. the feds about weed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, which one should we stop? You collecting the billion dollars or should we take this off our books? Does the higher authority be able to tell the smaller authority a thing or how's this work now? So now there's a stalemate, right? Either if they, if they can't use a precedent of, hey, smaller unit of government, you have to listen to the larger unit of government because they told the larger unit of government to go pound sand, they're going to regulate themselves. And they wrote laws affirmatively telling how the market was going to work, et cetera, right? So Seattle did the same thing with hallucinogens. That's cool as shit, man. Ba -ba -ba it's almost, <laughs> it almost makes me want to live in Seattle. Not yeah, quite. Yeah. No, no, Not quite. Like, say you're a rich billionaire, though, and you want to set up a medical lab and make yourself the finest asset on the planet. <laughs> You can pay guys all like a crazy amount of money. <laughs> as long as you don't don't sell it. There you go. Yeah. 
I'm sure somebody's gonna try oh. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's okay. like okay, but if you think about it, how did weed like start getting legal? Right, it became like in well, like in Texas now, CBD's is legal, right? But THC weed's not. But there's all these buds that are like crazy buds that are CBD buds or CBG buds now, right? So the whole state's like fuck it because to test it. Like, Jesus Christ, we can't test rape kits. (laughs) So they de facto, like, basically gave up because you So it just becomes like yet another one of the like hundred bajillion fucking laws that they'll just fuck you with later. But, you know. And they can selectively enforce it when they Selectively enforce later. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, yeah, bullshit. I think people try to logic their way out of these problems and you're not going to like, like, because there's a certain sense of just like, I will come with my reasons. And it's just like, no, just do it. And just eventually a couple people will get arrested. But if enough people do it, you know, momentum will sound your side. Yeah. Yeah. It Well, okay. So if you really look back 1913 or whatever with uh, prohibition, they basically could not get convictions for anything. Like they would do all this work to all the thing, right? Get the media down there, all this tape. We still see it today of busting up axes and stills and all the destruction, yeah. right? The destruction of the shit, just like we see the helicopters and the black ropes and taking shit and shit on tables and big dollar amounts flashing on screens. But you never like follow up, right? So back then they couldn't get a conviction for anything. Like, who's going to convict our local fucking bartender for serving them a beer that yeah. they wanted? <laughs> who's going to, like, convict the dude who's in your church that, like, is your distiller, you know? You know what's like, wild, man? I heard this story about Prohibition Yeah, that uh, it was, like, before Prohibition, other people, I mean, almost everyone would, like, brew their own beer at home. Right. They had their own fucking brews. They had their own independent. Is yeah, what it was yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was just yeah, left, right, left, right, right. Yeah, so they made it illegal, and then everybody had to stop brewing their own fucking beer. And then when they made it legal again, Budweiser and Coors, they're like, "Oh, we got it." Yeah, that's so fucked, man. Like making weed legal, right? Legal, avoid regulatory capture. Making weed legal, and then yeah, yeah, but. Legal means you get to spray every industrial chemical on it that you can spray on any food crop in Washington because it's regulated by the Department of Ag. That's the rules. So as long as it tests good at the end, you could spray what the fuck you want on it. And there's a lot of nasty shit on there. So instead of just everybody just chucking seeds out their back window, (laughs) staying healthy, not going to the fucking doctor's. Duh. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Avoid. No, I mean, that's always how it is, man. They steal the real and they sell you back the fake. So they're giving you something that'll get you high, but they're filling you full of fucking GMOs and a bunch of bullshit. They want you to fucking get cancer. They want you to die slow. Well, I also know they want you to die, but they want to do it slow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They need work out of you. <laughs> I, yeah. I've been noticing too when weed was legal, you just smoke at people outside sit around, talk, I'll tell stories. It's a very social thing. And now that it's illegal, that still happens, but more and more people that just like, 
they've got back problems and they're doing this thing for very medical reasons. And there, it's like this sense of shame with it. And I mean, I think it uh, it has medical value, but oh, like it's yeah, not going to magically fix your whatever's wrong with you. No, that's what I was. Well, it was funny. I was talking in uh, in an uh, uh, online forum that I'm in today that I was going to write a PhD in economics on the on the weed market. Cause it's really like, cause if somebody was like, oh yeah, yeah, blah, 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 whatever. Like, you know, those cocaine dealers making like for art. I'm like, ah, I'm like, I don't know. I actually was almost going to write a web, uh, a pop market PhD. The price of weed's been going down continually nonstop for 40 years. There's no money in the game. There is no, all the like, ah, there's cash flow. There's plenty of cash flow. Yeah, I mean, it was the worst thing that ever happened to Humboldt, man. Because that's where I'm originally from, uh, was Eureka. And, like, so, like, northern northern Humboldt was all indoor grows. Southern Humboldt was all outdoor grows. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, dude, you'd see the – yeah, well, you'd you'd see like the the hick guys that would like we they were like through and through Humboldt Garberville dudes that have been growing fucking weed for generations and like you'd be like a thirty five year old dude in a gigantic fucking trucks with wheels taller than me you know what I mean with this flat bim flat rimmed hat and this fucking music and they'd be cruising like I'd be in high school and they'd be picking up their like fifteen year old girlfriend. And like no, just now those being pieces of shit. Those guys, businesses. That huge businesses, same. bro. Yeah, that's the same as Walmart. That's not like a guy growing like shit out back and the old lady, tra- you know, like. Dude, the thing about that, man, is I met a guy. So there was a guy, and I'm definitely not going to say his name because I don't want to get killed. <laughs> this, no, guy, no, yeah. oh, this guy, yeah. uh, this uh, guy, he was, dude, he was basically like the weed kingpin of like all northern Humboldt County. Like what he would do is like he, he probably had – I don't know, like upwards of fucking 150, 200 properties. And what he would do is he would just like, he would set you up. Like if you're a young, like 16 year old kid, like it was like my age, he'd be like, all right, yeah, watch over my place. You have to, you have to mow the lawn, pretend that somebody lives there. You have to like park your car in, bring in groceries, you know, do all the shit and just pretend that this is an actual house. And, but when you get into the house, it's a hundred percent of growth. That's all it is. And all you have is in the back. Yeah. All you have there is you have like a fucking, you have a shotgun or maybe an AR. You've got a fucking mattress and a refrigerator and a pit bull. And that's your fuck and a toilet. That's it. (laughs) And you, you just, and he'll pay a fuck ton of money to just sit there, watch, make sure the plants are good and keep pretending that this is a real house. And then he just had all of these fucking houses. It was crazy, dude. I was a young kid, and he was like, on him at night or something, huh? They would just like come and go or something. They would live there. There was the mattress. Oh, like so, like supposed to take care of all the plants. Yeah, yeah. And so you just give him a cut. So he, so he had all of these fucking houses all the fuck over. So he had safe houses, and he had people armed. He had guns. He was like, he just had this fucking like a cartel, dude. But it was just a bunch of just like pot smoke and white boys yeah. it was crazy dude it was it, fucking crazy but the, all the money's gone though it yeah literally, so there's a published price right now i used to do it in bitcoin every day on my show <laughs> but yeah the uh, uh usda uh indoor right now is like 1100 a pound it's so it's fucking ch- crazy man think of that yeah. like the best of the best of the best <laughs> dude <laughs> There's a fucking weed shop, like, not that far down from my house. 
They're selling like fucking decent ounces, thirty dollars. Thirty dollars no, out the door. Yeah, yeah. When I was Friday. a fucking kid, man. Yeah, when I was a fucking kid, one hundred and twenty was a goddamn deal. They were usually about two hundred bucks. I knew a guy. He was. He was actually, man. I shouldn't even admit this kind of shit. He was a fucking crop thief. So he would oh, fucking man. jack dudes' crops. He was a piece of shit. Yeah, and then he would try to get rid of it quick. Oh, so geez. he was like selling it to me for like a hundred, hundred twenty bucks. So oh. then I'd buy a few. I'd buy a fucking pound, you know. And then I could just break that shit down and fucking make some money. And like I had as much weed as I wanted to smoke. That was. Those were my teenage years. Back in the old days, yeah. yeah. Now the stores got it for thirty dollars. There is no like market. There's no. There's yeah. no market. There's well, you got to have a place the size of a Home Depot, and you got to have one dude and a computer like do 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 do. That's it. Or yeah, the amount of overhead. Go. How do you? I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, how do you even pay employees? How do you fucking you keep people can't. there? It's three layers of tax, right? Like the grower has. There's like that tax there, right? Up to the processor, and then he's got to do some shit, bag it, get it ready for sale, and then to the re- like tax again, and then the the weed tax at the end on the price and then the sales tax on top of that. It, uh, and they're still coming out at $30, right? So that means like he's really like, it's yeah. insane. Dude, how do you even afford – how do you afford the fucking lights? How do you well, afford the electricity? How do you afford people. the soil? How no, do you no. afford – like I would say they're those growers, hydroponic dude. in uh, like – so you go hydroton, right? Yeah. But how do they fucking make money selling pounds for 1100 No, that's – I think that's all outdoor. All that shit. That's all outdoor. Okay. Uh, well, no, the there are hard. some expensive weeds still, dude. Yeah. Like the top shelf shit is pr- like some of that shit is like twenty four dollars a gram. It's no, like Jesus. Christ. You know, you know who smokes that? It's so funny because we got the Airbnb, so we see all the canisters that get thrown out. Because <laughs> we're like halfway to the airport, uh, it's all the people that are flying in, flying out, or um, like youngsters. Like yeah. 20, 20 somethings, right? That they want to show up. They to want the to party smoke the good shit. Them. Yeah, they yeah. don't want to walk in with Bud Light, right? They want to yeah. have a fucking whatever the shit is this week. I don't know. <laughs> I get it. Young people are stupid and they like to spend money. Well, it's real. It's a status symbol. Dude, it's your peacock feathers. You know what I mean? It's like you got to show up. You got to be like, it's like, I need pussy. How do I do that? I gotta. I gotta be the. I need the fucking nice shoes. I need it. I get it. I get Nobody it. But God, young guys, like, the amount of money I spent when I was young. God damn it, man! If okay. I could have half that back. So my strategy was trying to get my kids all to buy their first five acres before they got out of high school. Like That's literally, smart. it's not that much money. If you're going to go work a burger job for three years. Do some fucking summer lawn mowing, fucking blow half of it, save half of it, can easily pull that off. If you shop and you don't have to get a perfect piece, just get a fucking piece, right? A piece, anywhere. Then, how hard is it to build a little shacky shack that you can live in? Like, literally, like day one of your adult life, your rent is zero. I mean, you might owe the county, what, 300 bucks for the year? So, you yeah. Know, what's your nuts? They're, they're $28 a month, <laughs> right? Like literally, pull your car up. It's better than sleeping in a car. You got your land that's fucking yours. That you know what you let people camp on, and now you got. Hey, look at that positive cash flow, kid. Dude, my Dude. first boss was 
totally like that dude by the when he was 18 he bought his first mm. fucking property that was just like i don't know how many fucking acres but he bought this huge piece of land and he just made it he made it make money for him you know, and he was a fence he was a fencing contractor and all of his sons every single one of them yeah owned fucking yeah. property by the time yeah. they were 18 and his his youngest or i guess his oldest grandson now I, he's got a fucking so many grandsons now he's 16 years old he just bought his first fucking house he has a bunch of fucking property on it and it, then he bought a second one and is renting it out he's 16 years old and he's okay. like just fucking so think about if you're telling kids to save money in dollars right we know they printed more dollars in the last three years than they printed in all of existence before that. So they're making them worth less every day. If you get them to sink it into an appreciating asset, anything, yeah. anything, yeah. Yeah. then one, you can't fucking spend it that easy. You got to sell it. It's just a, another step, right? So your hot and bothered girlfriend or I just got her pregnant doesn't make you dump your land. Because you got steps to go through. So maybe someone's like, hey, why don't I give you a loan against your land? A wink, wink. Uh-huh. Pay myself for my... Lots of solutions to shit. But it slows the burn down. But the other thing it does, every fucking year you get that new statement that shows you what the county thinks your land's worth, right? But it just keeps going up. A lot. Yeah. A lot. For a young kid who's like starting out and like, holy shit. My land made more than I made at my job last year. What the fuck just happened? Like, bing, 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 bing. And then why would you spend more time at your job when you could spend more time? Oh, jobs to get more. Ah, oh, cycle, cycle. Ding, 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 ding. Boom. Real estate. It is that simple. But you got to start. But you could do it with anything. You could do it with expensive sailboats. You could do it with fucking race cars, right? Buy the end ones. Make them fucking cherry. It's a business, but you got to love like your it, shit. Man. If you don't like your shit, don't do it or you'll fucking hate it. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, that's something that we were talking about. Like uh, before we even started recording, it was like listening to the universe and listening to what is going, you know, like what your fucking purpose. And when you go with it, when you quit fighting, because it's a fucking, it's a river, man. It's a fucking, and if you just jump in it and you go with the fucking current, because you know what? The universe wants you to succeed. There's a lot of negative people in the world, but you know what? The universe wants you to fucking succeed. And if you go with it, dude, you're going to fuck it. It's going to be great. Yep. Just, yeah, yeah. When you start, like, start thinking, like, when you start terrorizing yourself, stop it. <laughs> Knock it off. Think of something else. <laughs> How hey, can I? Just think that. <laughs> and if something in your life isn't working, look at it. Yeah. Relationships, Don't avoid it. Don't avoid different it. people. Yeah. This particular job, look at it, you know, assess it and be like, don't be afraid to cut it out. That's the thing. Yeah, hard work, man. Fuck, and I've, I've quit so much stuff. Oh, yeah. I used to smoke two packs a day. Quit that. Uh, that was yeah, that was tough. <laughs> I was drinking like, fuck, I was drinking a fifth a day at the end. I was like 30 years of hard booze and uh, fucking quit that. Cold turkey. Um, that was me. Yeah. 58 days of microdosing. Boom, boom. I quit taking microdoses just because they forgot to. I like, <laughs> I, I had quit drinking somewhere back 
you know, I'm 50, because I, I counted them after, because I had 100 in a bottle. I just intended to take one a day until the bottle was fucking empty. And after 58, I stopped taking them. And then I couldn't remember how long it was since I took the last one. So I was like, well, it looks like that's fucking done. So that wasn't too hard. <clears throat> Quitting sugar. Fuck me. Over. <laughs> you knew me back when I had hippie hair. If you go back and look at my old shows, yeah, yeah, hippie Brian. I've never had short hair in my fucking life ever so it was like god it was probably a 20 day it was at least 14 days of pure hell of detoxing of like just sweating and ha ha <laughs> i went like cold turkey no sugar none oh dude was, people uh, don't realize that that's a fucking drug dude hardcore fucking drug woofity yeah yeah so she so said hippie, hippie wife went to work <laughs> As soon as I got out of the shower, I was like, oh, bitch, I'm teaching you a lesson. Myself, meaning the bitch, me, YouTube, not her. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, it's like your sense of smell, like becoming more pr without sugar. Yeah. And like things are crazy sweet now. Like they don't yeah. have to have any. I like, I was like, uh, you know, well, fuck it, whatever. I'm going to drink whole milk and I'll just put some, uh, I got myself uh, some agave. Like, I put some agave and milk in if I want to make fakey lattes, whatever. But pff, I, like, I didn't put any of that in because shit's just, like, it's read. Once you don't eat fake sugar and, like, a bunch of fake, like, I, I just did nothing from, like, boxes or bags or nothing for, like, a month. Uh, like, it had to be, like, meat, cheese, like, uh, come out with a, you know, from an animal or a wrapper or whatever. Uh, but, yeah. Um, you can taste the palm oil and shit. Like when I go to eat, cook, like if I grab an animal cracker now, I can like taste the like oil slick in it. It's you just feel like, feel it. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Give me some bacon. <laughs> I go off and on with sugar and I haven't successfully done it. But when I go off sugar, I'm like, there's a strawberry two miles away. Well, you okay. that shit. You're like a fucking dog. <laughs> okay, so that's the thing. That's what I figured, right? So it was a little bit of a battle. I like to experiment with myself because fuck it, you know. <laughs> Not ethical on other people. Unless they consent, I guess. Uh, but yeah, the uh, um, um, just trying, yeah, trying different stuff. Uh, the no sugar thing. Yeah, it, it gives you it gives you energy, that's for sure. Only eating keto. Well, and I've been intermittent fasting, so I only I'm trying to only eat like four to ten p.m. too. And I've lost a crazy amount of weight. <laughs> crazy. I need to be doing that again, man. Because like it was about 2019. Uh, this was like the time where I met my wife, and I was like, I'm gonna marry this girl. And uh, it, this was like it, this was a time where I was listening, dude. I was. I'll tell you this story, man. I was uh, the heaviest I'd ever been. I was about 300 pounds. I'm 5'9". That's a lot of fucking weight. You know what I mean? And you <laughs> work all pounds, day. You don't sit at work all day. Yeah, yeah. You got to carry so, around. Like, I was fucking doing a bunch of, like, I was just eating like shit. I was drinking too much beer. I was being a piece <laughs> of shit, you know? And I was just letting myself die. And I fucking started doing some, like, psychedelics. I did some mushrooms and a fat dose of like edible marijuana dude and nice. all of a sudden i was like in the shower and my body is just like every every single thing like everything that you hide like confronts you you yeah, know and it just yeah. like, and it just whoa. it's telling me <laughs> hey you fat idiot you're gonna die 
you're dying right now. Don't you feel it? You big fat piece of shit. You know, like, no, it's just yeah. you talking to yourself. Yeah, it honestly. is. Honestly. So yeah. Honestly. You yeah. If you're going to do You want to keep eating like this? You're going to die. Your heart's going to pop, you big fat piece of shit. You want to be around for your kids? Oh, no, you don't. Just open another beer, fat ass. You know, just like, and so I was like, fuck. And so like, dude, I was like, all right. And so then I started doing keto. I started intermittent fasting. I fucking quit drinking and I like lost almost a hundred pounds. And then I met my wife. I met the woman that I was going to marry. Uh, I had diabetes. That was the thing. I had fucking oh, full on diabetes. to like diabetes. And went and then it went into uh what the fuck they call it remission, remission yeah because yeah. you know when you do keto you fucking knock yeah. that shit back yeah it made my pancreas fucking do its job again and uh do your job <laughs> <laughs> but i mean that's the thing is about like psychedelics sometimes it like lifts the veil and slaps you in the face and makes you confront the things that you need to fucking that you've been hiding and just kind of ignoring and just like pretending it's not there you're looking at that pile of shit in the corner of the room you're like eh, it doesn't exist right like everybody well okay it shows like this are great because you can have an honest conversation like the fear uncertainty and doubt that they try to throw as a cloud over psychedelics of like oh you're gonna have this bad trip and it will fucking scar you for life and all that shit really well you should not just don't play with psychedelics like you uh, i wouldn't say play with alcohol either right but you know well alcohol will kill you if you're fucking bad at it too probably quicker than psychedelics will but you should do it with somebody who's somewhat responsible tiniest bit the first time and just don't be fucking crazy there's like you got your whole life to be dosed like every fucking day if you want to be maybe today you should start with a quarter hit and then tomorrow or like maybe three days later, say so you get serotonin back, but maybe a half or step it up. I see if you like the world of like melting walls and fucking thinking about like if, if you've done bad shit or are dealing with PTSD and, or, or know you are likely to be dealing with those things you should do it with somebody responsible. That's all I'm saying. I am the Pied Piper of psychedelics, but uh, you know, since I am. Yeah. Dude, I've, I've told this story on the podcast probably too many times, but like I spent the majority of my early twenties, man, just, I had a buddy that was growing fucking shrooms in his closet. So he just had an unlimited supply, man. I heard just, you talking yeah. about that. Just going. Yeah. When you're young, we just go it's like, wow. hard. <laughs> you can go hard, right? No problem with that. I used to do it a lot, but we had all drug Olympics at one point on Lake Michigan. But if it's your first time, just because your buddies are going to roll down a couple tab hits, you don't have to go that hard. You're going to think you did anyway. Just saying, <laughs> and then go hard the next time. Yeah, yeah, but it, yeah, it's so so. Yeah, you can. Uh, yeah, it's uh, that's kind of the uh, that's the whole idea of the camp Suniki and the and the track and all that, right? Is like let people go out there, have a place at the end of the fucking road where there's nobody around, right? If they like gotta cry or scream or fucking beat a log against a tree, or whatever. There's like nobody to bother. That's that's kind of why we're building that place for PTSD research and for like 
people to go have a safe place to have an experience or to have music however however they want to have music on or that's why the music art and light festival yeah just screaming screaming can be so good oh yeah especially God. out in old growth big woods without yeah. a, like where everybody goes rah, 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 like fucking yeah yeah <laughs> and then when the wolves the wolves will start going around out there because they'll hit that hundred acre and then come around to sergio's place and hope the 40 and just you can hear them working if you start getting out there loud you kind of call them in. It's a little freaky. It's. Freaky. <laughs> I'm thinking we need a deck like 20 feet up, and then we'll fuck with the wolves a little more. <laughs> put some fucking wolf calls on a fucking giant speaker and blow it out, and or put it put it over, put a little like distress bunny call right over by a pile of brush, <laughs> and then we can sit up and just take a watch and see if we can call them in. I thought I saw some when I was out in my little tiny camper the other day. I just saw this like ba-boop, ba-boop come by. I was like, holy Jesus, I'm not opening the door. Fucking grab my nine. (laughs) 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 It did whatever it was. On it went. Oh, it was big. I'll tell you that. Oh yeah, did you oh the other the other day I uh, when I was out there, it's on one of my podcasts. I totally thought I smelled Bigfoot fucking smell. So it was right before last Squatch. Oh, yeah, I was running around. Yeah, I didn't talk to you that much. Um, but that whole upper road, uh, that baseline road where you go all the way down and you come back around on the top. Yeah, yeah. Way the fuck back out at the end top of that. Scrappy was uh, hanging out with me. I had the radio cranked up pretty good. and uh, But it was down a little ways. And we were back at the car swapping out batteries and shit and putting oil in the chainsaw. And the funniest thing was just like, it wasn't super windy. It had just kind of chilled out because it's the edge over there. But the nastiest fucking smell I've ever smelled, just like rotting meat shit. And like, wow. And I was just like, whole. And Scrap kind of went just like, Swing, pointer tail out like goes <laughs> down the trail, right? And he's like, just he's not. And he usually like you hear him, I bark, bark. He barks at fucking everything. He didn't bark at this at all, but he was like and quiet, which is weird for scrap. And I'm Dude, like, when we stayed out there on your property, like uh, when you were out in Colorado, right? Like we were out there staying there. Yeah. Dude, we were hearing the weirdest fucking noises, like like we'd hear this. <gasps> I was like, what the fuck is that? And then it sounded like a woman's scream. <laughs> I was like, there's Jesus, fuck, I man. I opening up that top road, that, that, uh, there's big old cedar trees up there and these old cedar grottos. They're, uh, uh, they're attacking something. Um, yeah. uh, here, hold on. I'll go let him out. Stop barking. Can you guys hear him barking? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. Go. <laughs> oh, we lost you again. You- He'll be back. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember just hanging out, sleeping in the hammock, and I was set back a little bit, and there was just some shit going off, wolves or coyotes or something. And Dude, I don't know what the fuck this was. This was in broad daylight. This was like fucking two in the afternoon, and it sounded like, like a minotaur. I was like, it was the craziest fucking noise I ever heard. Like uphill? Uh, so like, yeah, so when you like take the fucking... Uh, the back roads, right? I don't know. Behind the screen, behind the stage, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Up, right. So back there, 
Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. the territory I was cutting into. And it looks like something was kind of like hanging out in the cedar grove ish. Like, you know, dude, we gotta like, hunt Bigfoot on your property. We gotta <laughs> do part of the documentary up there. Well, I'm thinking like <laughs> that road is so sandy. If we just kind of like a little 10 foot areas, like just make square patches that are really nice, like we could get kids play sand or just kind of screen us some out, right? And right right with sundown when we're chilling out, we'll go and sweep it with brooms, throw some leaves and shit. Won't look too much like a swept out sand pit. And that way anything goes across. Cause right now I get so many I, I have so many tracks up there, but something padded big i'm not you know i'm not leaving impressions mm -hmm. off a hard rocky brushy blackberry brush but we could definitely all four sides put a couple of square pits and be fun we gotta put some fucking field cams out there too <laughs> yeah and i found a couple i found a couple trails that don't particularly go to any of the neighbor's places particularly so i just got some uh camel cams so yeah, I'm working on getting batteries and all that shit in there and remembering to bring them out with me. But yeah, we should squatch hunt down there. There is Candace has looked it up. There's been history of them uh, down on the peninsula, and it's it's like uh it's like a long peninsula like that. Like my thing, like that's all water. It hangs down like what 26 miles or something like that. It's it's the end of the end, and it's still a lot of old growth. And that and if he's out there, dude, he's fucking trapped. I mean, he's not going to go over the toll bridge, so. Yeah. Well, no, he would go up the peninsula and, like, onto the Olympic mountainside pretty mm. contiguously to woods. But think about what you got down there. On the one side, you got Joma Beach, where it's, like, unlimited clams, um, fucking crab, salmon. You go to the other side, you got uh, Penrose Point State Park. You got, like, the finest mussels in the world. I mean, you can just why wouldn't you live there? We gotta do that the next time I come up there, man. Let's do some fucking clamming and grab some mussels and shit. It'll be some take, good shit. Take a couple days off if you want. Call in. I'll bring the boys. Yeah, bring the boys. Yeah, <laughs> there's those two kayaks literally sitting by that shack. The Bay Lake is uh, between the two state parks. It's a salt. It's a freshwater lake, and they stock that with trout. Um, but the bass are fantastic out of there too. Fuck, go, just when you go up there, just go take a boat. Uh, there's no life jackets. Bring life jackets with you. That'll be all right. It's a tiny <laughs> little lake. Yeah, you can just yell to one of the like five neighbors, like, "Hey, throw me your paddle." You know what? Have you used a kayak before? Huh? Me? Yeah. Yeah. Oh okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty okay at it. I, and it, for a while, man, I was doing rafting. I was trying to go down some crazy rapids and shit. Like, I love that kind of oh, shit. Okay, yeah. I just feel like you just want to like, kind of know a little bit about kayaks before you jump in one. Because <laughs> if you roll them over, like, you have to know how to get out. Yeah, yeah, it's you can't like, reach down to like touch anything or else. Whoop, yeah, oh, yeah. Gone. There is no reaching ever. <laughs> you gotta like pull yourself. I, I have been yeah, a kayak. You can go while, forward and backwards. Yeah. That's, it. That's the only motion you got. Then you can twist. Oh, yeah. Oh, somebody I took down Redondo to the boat launch. Got him, like, all ready. Tell all the whole fucking deal. Set up. Other boats want to launch. Of course, it's so glassy. The sound is clear, basically, at, like, you know, two-foot depth. Two foot looks like two inches. <laughs> you know, of course, he went to put his hand out on the deep side, right? And it's a boat launch. 
the deep side's two feet down. There is no two inches down. There's no doubt. There's no ground there. <laughs> Bloop! Bring it upside down, filling up with water. Fucking so head to toe. Like, oh my God. Dragging shit out. Kayaks are fun. <laughs> oh, the, the step kid went over with his girlfriend at Steel Lake because we're like two blocks away. And I was teaching her. They flipped over. Like, you know, the little panicky, panicky for like the 50. Go back to so like they get back to shore. Like, there's like six firemen like pulling up the hook and ladder, like the rescue one. <laughs> Small towns, there's nothing else to do. Right, right. It's like someone on the lake has got, oh, panic. Yeah, they probably haven't had a, like, when's the last time there's been a fire and uh, the waves, yeah. like, Right, it rains every other day. Okay, well, okay, get. The, but you notice what is burning up, and they don't even report anymore. All the, all the like commercial buildings that were like shut down and then reopened, and then maybe the businesses. Is, yeah, like places you'd have like a lot of insurance on, right? And you're making no money now, so like if it gets torched and you're the owner and you get the paycheck. And you don't rebuild it, you could just buy yourself a fucking G four an island and just go away and just not rebuild your factory, dude. That's it's exactly what's going on because, it's like, I try to get retirement plan for the yeah. for the old fucks. It's literally the re... I called it a year ago. I was like, watch this, baby. A year ago, I was like, all the businesses that were like tried to play ball, even though it was like, yeah, you're fuck your cat negatively cash flowing. It's just, this is just a sucking, this is a sucking expedition at this point. Right. But you built it up your whole life. It's worth 30 million. How do you get the money? Oh, ah, doesn't exist anymore. Oh, thank you for the cash. Oh, I'm not going to rebuild. Bye. Well, dude. And so that's the thing, right? Where like, I, I get conspiratorial sometimes because you hear about all these food factories burning to the fucking ground. You hear about all this crazy shit. And a lot of that is, I think, our fucking government starving us, like getting us ready for a straight up hole in a more, dude. But <laughs> the other half of it, yeah, are people that just want to fucking, yeah, exactly. Because people ask me, they're like, what's your opinion on this? And I was like, well, my normie answer is insurance fraud. This, <laughs> That's what people are doing. They're burning that shit down. They're cashing in. Now, the conspiratorial side of me, I'm like, some of this is, and some of this is like, it, it just, it's too perfect, dude. It's, it's oh, like... No. The egg factory numbers or whatever the hell that was the other day that I saw that was insane. Like the the random odd chance of throwing the die that like come fucking on. Like the insurance guys have the actuarial table for that, right? They insure those factories. They know what the number is. And it ain't ninety two in a fucking like three year run or something. <laughs> yeah. It's, I don't even know how they keep getting paid out, man. Like the insurance companies have gotta be getting fucking wise to that shit. Well, so all the old people are dying off, right? What are they doing? Like, they have lots of, like, life insurance policies. It's got to be fucking these companies up. We're, I, I don't, yeah, I haven't heard of anything yet. Either way. That's, That's the wild thing is, man, because the insurance companies, they fucking keep really good track of these numbers, dude. They know this shit like the back of their hand. That's their fucking, that's their was, fucking money, dude. There and, was one actuarial who was speaking out. In, yeah, they I were talking about yeah. Time. That was it. People under thirty or something like that. Their mortality has gone up like forty percent or something yeah. like that, just mm-hmm. out of nowhere. They've never seen any shit like that before. Yeah, like, 
Good luck. Good luck. Yeah, fuck. It's I don't know. It's the yeah the inner. What was it the other day? Uh, I think a London paper or whatever published the number that they have saved by the old folks dying off faster than the anticipated burn line that their economists have projected. And it was like 600 million or something like, hey, we're saving 600 million a year by killing all these fuckers. The NIH, yeah. No, and dude, and they talk about that shit too. Like, they literally had it in the paper. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. we save this much money from the taxpayers. Like, everybody would be like, yeah, they're dead. We're back. like, fuck. Well, people also talk about how, like, how compassionate it is to have like fucking socialized medicine because then anyone can see a doctor and then you don't realize that you're just a number to the state. And so like when you hit a certain age, they're like, you're not going to be, you're not giving us any more taxes. You're not giving us any more money. Now you're just a fucking burden. I want you dead, you know? And like legitimately in the Scandinavian countries, like they will shame you. Like, so like a woman will get like uh, an ultrasound. Right. And if she has like a mentally retarded child, They'll be like, you need to kill it. Oh, you need to. Uh, and yeah. You need to kill it. And they're like, no, I'm not going to do that. And they're like, you're like, literally, there's a video of this woman being told, like, they're sitting her down. I think this was in Denmark. And they're like, listen, bitch, <laughs> like, this is going to be a burden to the state. You're the decision you're making to keep this child is going to cost us this much money. We're projecting that this child is going to cost the state this much money. And you're being a selfish piece of shit. You're not being a socialized part of the community. You need to kill this child now. You're like, and she was like, fuck you. And, but they've almost eliminated uh, what's a down syndrome. There's almost zero percent down syndrome now in the Scandinavian countries because they fucking like pull your arm and make you kill them. They're wow. all getting aborted. Wow. It's so fucked up, dude. These eugenic, these eugenicists, man. And that's what it is, man. It always has been those fucking progressives. Those were the eugenicists. Those were the technocrats. Those were those fucks. Yeah. That's where the, that's where it's interesting too. Right. Cause didn't you like do the whole freedom thing from being more like, the left side. And then yeah, the, I did. I came from the left side. That's what sure. was so interesting when I was listening to your older podcast. It's great. Like, fuck yeah. I would just free market capitalized the whole time. But then it's like <laughs> you wake up and you're like, wait, there's no fucking free market. This is just straight up fascism. Yeah. And like I was like, <laughs> I thought the good part of the left, you know, at least I was fucking anti-war. I was like, let's legalize prostitution. Let's legalize fucking drugs. Let's let gays get married. Let's fucking, you know, like yeah. let actual fucking freedom. We're actually about like, you know, this, that, and the other. And everyone's like, eh, not really. Yeah. Not, <laughs> not really. really. Like, what the fuck <laughs> did you just, what, what? Oh no, man. It's been a hard awakening. Like, War's okay if Obama does it. It's so okay. Have, we can burn the bomb the shit out of little kids. Let's yeah. kill a fucking wedding. Let's let's drone strike a wedding. Yeah, just so it's so over the top now. Like, what do they have to do to just keep everybody's crazy attention? Like, wow. I just man, where does this shit go from here? I don't know how much crazier it can get. I mean, I think that this is we're. Are we in a simulation? Like, is any of this shit real? Like, when I hear the funny things, like, I hear, like, Greta Thunberg is fucking pen pals with, uh, 
you know who I'm talking about, Tony. Oh, uh, like, oh uncle, yeah. yeah, uncle, oh, yeah, dang. Uncle Ted, yeah, Ted Kaczynski and fucking Greta Thunberg are pen pals. I'm like, you can't write this. This is fucking. This isn't real. We're not. It's so fucked up. But that's what. Okay, so today that's what I was talking about. When the hockey stick starts to go right, everything's accelerating. You don't realize it because everything's so fucked up, right? But it's so fucked up everywhere. Like you're in the cyclone, right? But everything's spinning around with you. So it just kind of looks stationary unless because you're not outside it looking at it. And it's like, uh, fuck, man, like whitewater kayaking, whitewater canoeing, right? Fucking shit starts coming in the rapids. And it's just like, don't hit the rock. Don't die. Don't like if you don't keep paddling forward faster you have no control yeah no control. like the only way to get under control in rapids you're still paddle faster because you start going to the same speed as the river now you can like maneuver so that's like that's where i was today it was like okay this is all fucking going down that's the message yeah i mean and i think crazy. you're right it's like we can't get yeah, caught yeah. up in this shit because we have to keep moving forward. And like, and a lot of this is accelerationism. Like we see the state failing, we see it falling. So see it, but we're, we're like, okay, let's it. roll with it because that's like, we need to get ready for it because that's the only way we're going to be ready that, for the inevitable fall. What because if we're trying we... to hang on to what we have right now, yeah. when what it you... fucking falls, you're fucked. What's, what, <laughs> what's super helpful right at this minute and it's super fun to do and will help you and is good for the super long haul. Um, like I got a, a forging class for Christmas. So I'm going to get Candace the same class that so she can come with me and learn how to like forge knives and blades and whole hinges. Fucking, I can think of a lot of things I might need pieces of metal for around my place. If I can't run down to Lowe's. <laughs> Are you going to build a forge, man? Uh, we're gonna take the class. There's little yeah. mini forges that are just you know tabletop shit now. That yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't think if she takes you it, could build a whole fucking blacksmithing operation out there. That'd be pretty fucking sick. Okay, so I, I usually see things way before they happen, and I said I was so when we bought that land, I said we're gonna buy this off an old couple. They're gonna write us a note. It will be perfect. It'll all work out. Like before the epic struggle of we have the guys from that fucking episode to get in the land. It was crazy, but it's exactly who we ended up buying it a, exactly a year to the day later for exactly how I said it was going to go down. And in the very first, I said the person who's first going to come here is probably going to be a blacksmith because that person could make money for themselves independent of fucking me. Because everybody wants a blacksmith. Once they find out there's a blacksmith down on the door, uh, it's like car mechanics, right? More jobs than you got fucking time for. And I will have a super useful skill set, human. They'll be pretty strong because fucking blacksmiths aren't weak. There. It's a permaculture farm, right? Everything has to serve three purposes or it can't be there. And the, you know, the... The folks we have there are nice, right? They serve a few purposes, different purposes, but like not the long, you know, my long-term vision is like a blacksmithy person. Like if you think about four people running little mini ops out there, um, like biochar, uh, 
Were you at the Squatch when their uh, fireman uh, Derek was there? Uh, I'm not sure. He was wearing the furry costume. He was helping me this. He was fireman. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Shit. So yeah, he started a biochar off. Was he wearing off. fucking sunglasses the whole time? Yeah, I think he was. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. He was. He was a Navy guy. I was calling him Navy too. It's funny. But he. Uh, uh, so yeah, he started a biochar off, up, up at their farm by Arlington. I showed him how much biochar sells for on the Walmart website. It's fuck. I was like, you think you can stand around on the beer all day and just watch like five containers burn and like rake it out and just put it in bags, <laughs> make like I don't know, like ten thousand a month. <laughs> so. Uh, I think that would be perfect out there, right? Uh, could like someone who's like, oh god, I want to start a business, but I got no fucking money. Oh yeah, okay, <laughs> five barrels, <laughs> and uh, I got extra coffee sacks for my coffee business. You know, what do you need? Uh, so uh, that that is like something that I then then I would have something right that I would want to trade for. For my permaculture shit, All right? If I could have a biochar manufacturer on my place and I could trade them wholesale for some rent, fuck. <laughs> yeah, fucking a. So somebody who wanted to start something up that like, but the problem is, I it's like the gatekeeper, right? You can't fucking show up without a pot to piss in and a gonna kind of couldn't have shoulda woulda <laughs> gonna tell me some shit. Like fuck no, like. Show me the house you own that you're going to rent while you go live there and get this life started and then later sell your house. Like, responsible way to do the thing, right? Not like I got fucking nothing and I'm going to come roll the dice on your place for free and get in debt and then you're going to have to throw me the fuck off of there. So that's why I'm such a dick about the place because once you – you know, and it's so funny, right? Because you're from the left of the like those fucking greedy land bastards. <laughs> was <laughs> you know was. Was, was I know <laughs> right, right? you figured it out, right? But like I'm on the other side of like having the land, right? But like just don't fuck my place up. Like if you can be a benefit of any kind, you can exist here. But fuck, I know it's hard to meet humans that like. Oh man, you worked thirty fucking years. What a hundred hours a week to buy this place oh i should we should have equal rights like dude you fucking showed up last <laughs> week are you, are you kidding me this is not a commune uh, yeah, this is yeah. not a democracy not, <laughs> if you go to the top of the squatch page on telegram where we're like if you go to the the squatchfest.com that's like the one thing that goes go to the telegram portal join the community the, the ticket is like talking to me <laughs> me finding out that you're not a fed or a dick um yeah yeah i'm a little bit of a gatekeeper well you know what it's just what fun it's quality control man that's all it is if you have people there that are just there to just take nah it's kind of fun but fuck this year with pugliano like have given us like a different investable wealth coach advice from like a straight normie perspective of like shit like that that's why I listen to his podcast, right? Because it's different. That's yeah. why we have people talk about different shit out there, right? And you can say whatever, and you don't have to start with like a preamble of like, okay, this is gonna sound crazy. This fucking one time when the UFO, right? And like, you can just start. <laughs> you can just start out there. Yeah, that's yeah. the best part. Yeah, 
everybody's open to shit because it's not just a closed mind. Like that, my vetting questions are so simple, but like seriously, like. <laughs> Which is dude, I've been playing around with this fucking theory lately that like the only people that are actually real are the ones that are open minded and inquisitive. Every, I mean, you know, you talk about the NPCs and things like that, yeah. but I, I mean, I'm going more than that. I think that we're all fucking star seeds. We're this is a prison planet. We're all fucking star seeds from another goddamn universe. We're here, and it's like that's what it says on my profile. On one of them says "Starlight in a fucking meat sack." Yep, exactly. When you remember, it's just like, but boom, anything you want to do, like right there, right fucking there, there was an eighty thousand pound heater for my greenhouse. It's not there anymore. It's added onto the side of the driveway in the place for me to cover. I did it all with five gallon buckets in these two fucking hands. It took me like, I don't know, like four or five days. I don't know. I thought it could be done. I just fucking did it. No one told me I couldn't. So yeah, I don't know. I for yeah, anything you want to fuck. If you could if you can possibly like the tricorder. There was an X challenge for fucking tricorder. I think somebody got paid for that fucking thing. It had to do all the shit Star Wars tricorder could do. I had to like read your blood type and tell your all the fucking shit. But bam. Yeah. So is it a simulation or not? Is the like Yeah, that's the thing, man. I, I keep doing ah, So whether or not it is a simulation, I don't think it matters. Because yeah. it's like we might be in a computer simulation, but it's still it's this is where we're at right now. Right. And you gotta fucking like play it. <laughs> exactly. So we have to play it like it's real. Is it worth trying to wake fucking people up that are NPCs? The only people that are worth waking up are other star seeds. So yeah. there are some star seeds that are asleep, and they're the only ones to focus on. So the idiots that have their fucking Ukrainian flag in their profile that are fucking triple jabbed, that are fucking complete pieces of shit, and like they're like, I don't care if my kid sucks dick. Like, let's put him in a dress. Let's let's cut his dick off. We'll turn yeah. into a pussy. Like all of those fucking people are just like, you're not That's, worth my time. It's you're not worth my my effort. I'm not going to talk to you. That's like, what I would say in this afternoon. I was given advice about something, and it it got a little like you know you had to understand what words meant. And I was like, okay, if you just understood what I just fucking said, you can see in the room. Everybody else, seriously, turn this the fuck off. Go away. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't care if those go in half. Like, you, you're, you're too dumb for the rest of this podcast because it won't make any sense to you and it will just make you upset. So you should go away. <laughs> well, that goes back to the whole festival idea, like just giving people a space to be a human. Because right. the reality is, man, we're all going to turn into if, – if this just basically like – we're getting more and more pressure not to be people to be NPCs and everyone just has a breaking point where you're just like, okay, oh. fine, whatever. Like, don't, don't burn me, you know, yeah. just, oh, <laughs> just leave me alone. You fox. Yeah. yeah. So, Dude, and, and so this is like, because me, I always knew something was going on. Right. And I think that's the whole concept. And when you fucking realize you might be a star seed is when you're like, I've been a constant like contrarian my entire life, like the whole fucking time, any type of rule, any type of box you try to fit me. And I was like, fuck you. You think I'm going to sit in this desk while you're going to try to tell me something? Like when I was in school, I was like, 
I'm going to get up. There's a cute girl over there. I'm going to go talk to her. You can fuck yourself. Like I went to Christian school when I was younger. Like they tried to make me sit there and do the pledge of allegiance. I did it until third grade in third grade. I said no more. And I quit and I refused to do the pledge of allegiance. They said I was demon possessed. They said, I was like, I'm like, what the fuck are like, how does like worshiping a fucking flag, praising Jesus. Like those yeah. two things are very different. Like hate <laughs> and religion. Oh, don't mix them. Jesus. Oh, do geez. not mix them. Yeah. That's a horrible idea. No, but 15,000 hours. That's what I was talking about earlier today. It's 15,000 hours. Think about every 50 minutes. Five, zero. Me. Go to the cafeteria. Me. You're 15. Man. The, and we saw it, right? Put your fucking mask on. Me. Get your shot. Me. That's even worse, man. Yeah. Nowadays, like, school was prison already. <laughs> now you're like sit down at your desk keep your fucking mask on like that was oh. that's something about my son is like he like we moved to a new yeah. town and he wanted to go to public school because he wanted to make friends he wanted to meet like all the kids in the neighborhood and shit and i was like i don't want you in public school but whatever i'll let you go this year and like he couldn't make it the full year you're not gonna make him sit in his desk you're not gonna make him fucking like pay attention to something that he doesn't it's want like, to if it's something that he's interested in he will be the best kid in the class where do you end up yeah, and he, there's no way, dude, he would not keep his mask on. He'd just keep putting it under his nose, keep putting it under his nose, go to the office. Then he'd be in the office. Put it back over your face. No. <laughs> Put the mask back on your face. No. I'm not doing it. And they're like, then get out and leave. And he's like, okay, bye. Jesus, <laughs> old. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You know my son. You met him. <laughs> Where did he meet his buddies? What do those guys do? What do they like to do? They all met him at school. Oh, those were, yeah, those, those were the, are school buddies. Yeah, oh, yeah. great, great. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's like you don't have to you don't have to have kids meet kids at school. There's so much shit to do. You know, it's like you get into anything a little bit, like fucking robot wars or something, or what, you know. Yeah. Anything. I mean, I'm one of those fucking weirdo hippies too, where I'm like, I keep giving him more and more autonomy because I want him to be a, you know, and so he, he decided he wanted to go to school. I was like, I don't want you there, but you know what? You're fucking 15, you're 14, you know, you can make that choice. Okay, go there, see how shitty and terrible it is. I don't think he's going no, back. That's what, so. <laughs> My twins, the same thing. Fourteen or fifteen, we let them choose Excel. When the when the when the flu started, we said, I I said, well, because remember the beginning, the first two weeks, I said, hey, this bullshit that's going to happen, like that just happened for the few weeks, they're going to play this shit in the fall. It ain't going to reopen. You're going to be doing years of this shit. Trust me. They didn't. The one did, right? So the twins, one went to Excellus Academy, 80 bucks a month, built by Roger Billingsley, a two-time billionaire. What David. is this? Is so this it, only in Washington? No. It's Can I get can I put my son on this? Yeah, yeah. So get this. If you want to be a hard ass and you make him watch one hour video per week about or per month per week something like that on wednesday i think on uh, goal setting like horrible torture it takes the tuition from 299 bucks a month to 80 dollars a month 
And all you have to do to get the tuition reduction is have them watch the video and comment on it. That's it. You have to check the box. I want it. Yeah. And you, that's it. You're in. You comment on the video. Boom. Yeah. So he invented the hydrogen car. They paid him a billion dollars in like early, late 60s, early 70s to gay GTFO. And they shelved it. Yeah. That was when gas was like fucking 50 cents, 75 cents. Who gave a fuck? So, right. Um, and then he went away, but he started working on. So gigabit Ethernet protocol is his second creation. That made him another billion dollars. Ta-da. What do you do with all that fucking money? So his next like, ah, I'm going to fix it, was basically human schooling because he thought like the 1850s model of like creating Prussian soldiers and like German factory was fucked up. So he bought all these super expensive scientists because he's a billionaire, like that kind of crazy billionaire. Look into him. Um, They went to work on AI, but only for like the good side of human learning. So you get him into Excellus Academy and it's a technically a brick and mortar academy in the state of California um, that has an online wing. So you are a student of an actual school that will issue you a diploma. Um, if you want to, you can't, you can't uh, apply to go to the National Science Academy. If you graduate from Excellus, you're like 96% going to go there if you want to go into anything fucking STEM-related or science. That's neat as shit, man. It costs nothing. So get this. It's so fucking smart. Every student's journey through the AI school is different. When you start answering shit wrong, it figures out what you missed in your previous life, and it adds to your lesson plan. (laughs) You don't know that you this have a kind of gives me the creeps, but it's kind of awesome at the same time. Right. <laughs> He's the other billionaire that no one's ever heard of. That's like the philanthropist. I'm the good guy billionaire, and I'm just going to be. I'm going to make you pay to teach my AI. <laughs> I mean, that's what he's doing. He's making yeah. some fucking money. No, but think how much those he, young minds are molding his fucking AI better than molding like, his AI, right? Because they're giving it yeah. feedback. But he's exactly. Got, but he doesn't think about this. He can sell it to six billion people. How yeah, I mean, if he wanted to, he could sell it. Yeah, for ten times that cool. because cool. they just want they want all that fucking information. Well, okay. They want all so, the biometrics. They want to know. Well, get yeah. this. So over seven thousand or sixty six hundred. Last time I looked, uh, public schools had already thrown in the flag. They've said, "Fuck it, we can't beat this. It, it, it's 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 not beatable." So we're not going to have curricula anymore. We're going to just use this, right? So now they don't have to have teachers. Well, they have to have some teachers, but you don't have to have, like, every student's working on their laptop at their own pace on their own fucking thing. They're none of them are, you don't, school's different. Well, see, here's the thing. I still think that whatever that is, even the potential for the the harm is still better than the alternative. Because, like, right now, man, like, all of this money that are going into the schools right now, they're they're trying to turn everything smart. Right now, stupid shit. He doesn't teach anything except knowledge. Yeah, that's the whole thing with Excellus. 
it's science like it's a like they have to teach subjects right but there's no fucking bullshit it is the beautiful if a parent can audit it because you're on their lap there you stand behind them right they're not hiding what they're telling them dude that was the most wild thing too is like when when covid happened and all these kids were like sent home to do fucking computer work and then some of the fucking parents started seeing what what the teachers were saying to the kids and they were like all right now that's illegal you're not allowed you're not allowed to watch (laughs) yeah you're not allowed to see what i tell your kids like what no how about fuck you yeah, that's how you know it's not a school. You know what's funny as shit, too, though, is like some of these kids started getting smart. And so th- what they would do is they would accidentally like they would give in they would give the wrong password to do the login. And so and then they would keep doing that and they would get locked out. And they're like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm locked out. I can't do it. I need yeah, I, I just fucked it up. Yeah. And so then they would be out for like they'd, they'd get off for a couple weeks. And Give then they would do it again. They'd be like, oh, man, I forgot my password again. I fucked it up. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. So my daughter that chose public school, she's absent like two to three days a week. (laughs) But that's the thing is nobody cares anymore. It's not even a fucking, yeah. Nobody cares. I'm like, The teachers don't want to be there. They're fucking drunk. They're like... (laughs) Yeah, it's just it's such a meltdown. The only one that cares is like the preschool teachers because they want to teach them about like anal sex and like. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah, you know who? Yeah, the people that do care. You got to. I ate my partner's pussy last night, and my orgasm was incredible. Yeah, you got to. Teacher, what's an orgasm? Here, let me show you. (laughs) Like that's that's public schooling now. No, so the one that went up. Well, my one that chose Excellus, I was so fucking happy because she is like ma- like mathematically brilliant, but fucking a, she would come home and just rail off just on a side conversation, like every fucking thing about every one of her teachers. Oh, like here's her girlfriend, here's who they're sleeping with, here's where they vacation, here's their favorite wine, like here's her favorite color, like I'm like, how is there enough time in the fucking day? For you to know this, that would mean you'd have to be conversing about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Fuck. and that tells you how smart your kid is, and but also where her focus is at. It's like because right. that's like <laughs> oh no, just absorbing it and pushing it back. But it was all of her teachers like that, all of them. I'm like, holy fuck, like how much not learning is going on? Like, oh, what'd you learn today? Oh yeah, blah blah blah, this in math. But did you know, blah 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 blah. <laughs> whoa like every day all right it's drag queen story time hour let's all go to the library oh and it was too man because she went to like here's brown sugar oh we oh my ex is like a san francisco oh uh so they went to a school where it was like you couldn't say halloween you had to say like fucking festival shit but me oh fuck win this oh, is they, the Samhain. This is the special time for the witches. And so we have to celebrate this time with the thinning of the veil. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. A harvest festival. I'm like, oh. You're you're like, Christmas. No, this is Kwanzaa. We're celebrating Kwanzaa. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding? There's one black kid in the fucking room because this is like a rich white kid bullshit. And they all yeah. go up to him. Happy Kwanzaa. He goes, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, like, I'm, I want Santa Claus. Yeah, <laughs> I want presents. Yeah, like, I want the shit. Reindeer toys. 
Dude, I mean, we had a crazy person. Wherever I'm at, like, we had a crazy person that was trying to pull that kind of shit. And, like, there was one black family that we worked with. And she was trying to do – she was, like – trying to celebrate Kwanzaa because I don't, I don't understand Kwanzaa. Dude, this is an old crusty white old lesbian that is like trying to put this on this. And it was the funniest fucking thing. And like, she was trying to be, she was trying too hard to be culturally sensitive that like, she just came off as an old fucking racist. (laughs) Like, I'm labor grieving this <laughs> because like every single day of Kwanzaa or something, there's like, there's like, you're, you're trying to be grateful for something. It, like, it's actually kind of a cool holiday. Like it's yeah, the yeah. concept is pretty tight, except like this family had no idea what the fuck she was talking about. And so she like the first, this is the first day of Kwanzaa. And so I want to wish you this and that and the other. And I want to like, and then everyone else is just sitting there watching this. Like she's targeting out this one black family to say this to him. And everyone's like really uncomfortable and she doesn't fucking get it. Oh, <laughs> like, can you cut it out, you crazy old fucking loon? You old <laughs> liberal bitch, get out of here! Oh yeah, I, was, I worked for like Jewish companies out of school too, and they were always taking off weird holidays too, all the time. It was great for me. Yeah, fucking, like all right, all right, everybody, go atone. <laughs> I'm down yeah, it's that. cool. I go, I go. I actually attend a messianic church, and so like we celebrate all the high holidays and things like yeah, that. And I, I, I never, I know, I don't even know about them because I'm like an old school Christian, and I'm going to the church now, so I'm learning history as we go. I'm like, what's that? What's the sakuraha? I'm like, okay, that sounds cool. Let's do it. You know. Do we get food and like hanging out? Yeah, dude, awesome <laughs> food. And then we're taking sh- like shots of Manichevitz, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's exactly it. Yeah, it's some challah bread. And like, it's it's great, man. I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, why not? Why not? Yeah, that's what when we went to a Buddhist church for years, it was great because all the oh, we did like, wow, there's a whole calendar holiday we had no idea existed. This is great. All right, bust oh, yeah. out the incense. Let's dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all like yeah, little tea stuff. And oh, they, they made like such mini like munchies though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're great folks. Oh shit, that was a good church. Yeah, yeah. When you got kids, you know, it helps like regularize some fucking life. Just having like a when you're an adult, it it yeah. helps to regulate fucking life. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no i dig it man it fucking it it like centers me it gets me back to like my spiritual like i i have church tomorrow we celebrate on saturdays because that's to them the true sabbath so right right and uh it's it's gonna be great man yeah i i get up there and i probably preach once a month and go up there and do a little sermon I, i love it and none of them know i'm a crazy anarchist that believes in fucking sasquatch and <laughs> oh, that's hilarious! Oh my God, that's yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, that's. I got ordained so I could marry people out at the property, or like backpackers that wanted somebody to go up a mountain with them or do something crazy like that. I was like, yeah. So now I'm starting to embrace the minister stuff a little more. You know, you like survive some fucking battles. I think we can yeah. help some people through. You know, it's. Once you really start embracing, though, that little center of the universe that's inside of you and you realize that is a piece of the creator, you have a piece of the almighty God inside you and you start recognizing that in other people like you are a spiritual guru at that point when you start like 
you can be, you know? So, I mean, embrace it, Brian. I mean, you're one of the fucking coolest people I know. Like be careful though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't start. Yeah. Don't let your human ego get in there and you start telling people what to do. No, it's just like, it's about loving people. It's about yeah. loving people, and yeah, I mean, yeah. making a space yeah. where people do. You're right. You got to be careful because, like, there are those fucking people who start being. Yeah, I do know this. I am a guru. I am. <laughs> you're like, no, no, no you're not. Want. No, you're not. The problem is, people get what they fucking want, right? And they'll come and ask you, like, okay, how do I get this? And fucking people will tell. The answer them. is you. Well, the answer yeah. is inside of you. Like I can give you, you need the shortcut. To. Yeah. yeah. Like I'll, I like I, I, it's interesting, right? Because you're uh, I can give you the shortcut, but you might not want it. Like you, yeah. you like do you want to continue? You know, like think about it. And people who are like, nope, nope, nope. Okay, like point me in a direction, then that'll be good. So yeah, yeah, fuck. So yeah, be careful. That's what I always warn people. Like you, you'll get what you you will get what you want. And as soon as you start thinking you know all the answers, you're fucked. You're fucked. Yeah. No, Go back. Every start from the I beginning. Yes. Yeah, start shit. from the beginning. <laughs> Go start back at your fucking cockroach again. Do a bunch of fucking mushrooms. Go sit in the woods. Like. <laughs> okay. Get this. This is blowing my mind. Um, fuck. So. Have you started playing around with Lightning Network at all with moving Satoshis around for like podcasts, getting paid by the minute, getting tipped in them mm-hmm. and shit? Okay. So YouTube. I've got Rockfin. So nope. I do get paid in some sort of crypto thing, but I don't know how to touch it. I don't know how to use it. Okay. It's okay. just people, sitting there. <laughs> people have to sign up for that with a subscription that's kind yeah. of substantial, right? It's more than a snicker bar. So it's a commitment. But oh. yeah, it is. But it's awesome. It's like fucking Netflix, but for completely uncensored content. It's oh, like it's it's, it's amazing. Too, right? right, right. I haven't figured out the video side of this, but yeah, uh, the video side. It's it's Netflix, but you can see literally anyone you ever wanted to see ever. They're on there. So they're making videos. Library. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're a curator. They're getting paid for curation. And you're and it's not that much, man. It's two cups of coffee a month. No, it's no, ten bucks. But- so that's where that's what I was asking earlier. I yeah. forgot. I forgot Rockfin. I was gonna start telling people, but I I couldn't I couldn't find you on YouTube right away. And then I was like, ah, fuck it. Odyssey, yeah. Odyssey, Odyssey yeah. is another one. To, you, yeah, you can find us on YouTube. Odyssey. Rockfin, You're live. Yeah. You go live on three at once. We're live right now. Well, we're on your Telegram. Oh yeah. Uh, we're on. on <laughs> we're also on YouTube. We're also on uh, Twitter right now. And let's see here. Oh, nice. So you're going out to a lot. Taylor Keen says, "What up? Uh, what up, other people watching?" <laughs> oh, that's fun. I wasn't even checking the comments. Yeah. No, that's great. And yeah, shit, you just said you were on one of Sam Tripoli's shows, like today. Yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. I'm fucking <laughs> stoked. They had me on to talk about Bigfoot. I've somehow become the Bigfoot guy. Like I didn't mean to become the Bigfoot guy, but we now should, people are asking me to start talking about Bigfoot. And so hey, <laughs> you want to do okay? So Camp Suniki was made for people to do events and things that aren't. Remember, Squatch is only fucking six days out of uh, three hundred sixty-five or whatever. Yeah, it, it's open. Why don't you start doing Bigfoot days? 
do a Bigfoot, like, no, just make it a camping weekend where you, like, do a little mini hunt. You can do the whacking and the fucking whatever and make watch. I'll put up a screen. You can do videos. You could do, like, a talk. You could bring fucking book person. In, like, squat. Dude, that dude, sounds like a lot of fun. That sounds like a lot of fun. You make a Squatch event, dude. So sell tickets. If you want me to run the cafe, I'll run the cafe. I'll make money selling coffee and shit. It'd be fun, man. I mean, especially like, okay, so I think I said it on uh, on here live, but we're going to talk about it anyways. So I had a buddy named Ben. Uh, He has, he just wrote a book. He's a cryptozoologist. Uh, Really cool fucking guy. I realized that he only lived like, in Oregon city, like 40 minutes away from me. So, and so we already were planning this summer to do like a, like a Bigfoot hunt. And, uh, oh, yeah. And then we're geez. like, Hey, let's bring cameras and we're going to make a fucking documentary, man. We're going to make a fucking Bigfoot documentary. That's going to be cool as shit, man. You could assemble a volunteer crew on a camp early and pick some people that you think might help you or be, you know, you, we could yeah, some, uh, we could do some shit around for, Put on some costumes, try to try to find the Bigfoot. <laughs> uh, that's what we were saying about Vonnie. We were gonna put fucking Vonnie in a Bigfoot costume and throw him out there. My son's little buddy. <laughs> not near hunting season. Yeah, not near any drunk farmers. <laughs> no, but at Bigfoot <laughs> camp, at Bigfoot camp, we're gonna put Vonnie in an outfit, and then while we're all doing our hunt, we're gonna have oh. Vonnie pop out and be, oh. and be like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> you gotta be like, "Okay, nobody's concealed carrying, right?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I got him. I got him. Shit, <laughs> I got Bigfoot. <laughs> the next film. Oh my god. You you'd have the money in the bank for making the movie for the five second clip before anything off. I can like ha ha. Hookers and blow. Sorry. <laughs> Can't get it back. <laughs> Oh jeez! Don't do that! Don't do that! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! But I think it's gonna be a lot of fun, man. I'm gonna get the boys involved. They're gonna come on the Bigfoot hunt. They're gonna be part of it, and oh, yeah, it's gonna good. be a blast, man. Out in the middle of the woods, and it could get freaky out there. Oh them. yeah, I hope it does. Yeah, we're definitely gonna scare the kids. We're gonna Find be like, some prints or something. Yeah, some oh, prints yeah. and like tell some fucking stories. Like cryptozoologist <laughs> guy, he's probably good at tracking stuff. I got to imagine if he's been. I doing imagine. It forever. Yes, I mean he might. I think he's probably been more on the academic side. Oh, you like know, a college guy. Oh, really? yeah, he's a smart dude. Uh, so Jones. <laughs> we're gonna, dude, we're just a couple of fucking nerds, and we're just gonna have fun. And who knows? Maybe we'll fucking find Bigfoot. I don't know. Oh man, a documentary. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, to debut at Squatch Fest. <laughs> hey, we could get it into distribution. We know the Miles Davis uh, documentary lady. We'll be like, I'm gonna start a TikTok and start talking about Sasquatch. I, dude, there's no reason why I shouldn't. I really, actually, probably should have a TikTok for my show. Like, I just feel like any. It, it, <laughs> I just got to get over it because I'm like any dude in their like thirties or forties on TikTok. I think is a pedophile. (laughs) It's just like, it's all like just teen girls dancing and weird shit. I'm like, this is not my scene. This is not what I'm like. Who was it? Somebody was showing tools, Tim, the tool man. 
He's but like, there oh. is actually cool shit on TikTok. He goes, I found the homesteaders. Yeah, yeah he's like, they yeah. love tools. Like, he's like, it's the craziest fucking thing. He's like, I'll do all this work for like three people to see a YouTube and like, you know, like a thousand people fucking like a TikTok. YouTube isn't the YouTube of 10 years ago or whenever it came out. Dude, like, it is, and there's so what? many eyes on it. If you make a fucking video, you can get a million fucking views because there's all these dummies watching TikTok. Well, oh, maybe, crazy. Maybe. Not, not maybe, dude. I like. I know a girl. Literally, one of my son's like friends' big sister has like. <laughs> I don't know how many fucking hundred thousand followers yeah, just but, because yeah, she just does bots, just does stupid know. dances on there like an asshole. And yeah, they're, they're, <laughs> saying, they're saying that, but you don't know whether or not like no, she actually does. I well, did, like have you met every person? Yeah. Well, you mean I, how like, many of those followers are bots? You're yeah, saying yeah. maybe or yeah. pedophiles because she's like a fucking sixteen year old dumb girl that girl. does dances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 See, now, I need to fucking guys. be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to get a cute girl to fucking dance and say, and then I'll put my words over it, like so it'll get someone to watch it. And then, <laughs> yeah, you're just like, and then I'm red them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The gun. Oh, that there is a girl that does that on Facebook because my wife will be like, "Hey, look at this," and it's a chick that'll wear like a skin suit that looks like she's nude. Yeah, on and she face. was talking about BlackRock and like She'll yeah, lay, she yeah. Was she is yeah, she's she, solid, she, like, dude. She's so fun that she just keeps moving around, like pretending to hide her tits that you can't. Like, is this a body suit? It's a, oh my god! It's just like, yep, that's what you got to do. So people it's watch genius. a minute yeah. of this and listen to it to like try to see something. Oh my god, it's the funniest thing. Oh fuck, I don't know. That's when it, but that's what goes back to the like. Do you try to fucking wake people up? Like, if that's what it, like. It's all about intention, right? So it's like maybe I'm trying to wake up other star seeds, or there's yeah. just fucking dudes that are just doing this to try to bring in a big audience to cash in and make a bunch of money. To so just, there's yeah, to just yeah, dough. It's like oh fuck, I don't know. That's what it always gets me a little disheartened when people like ride a fucking arc when it becomes like going to conferences to talk about becoming free is like the fucking full-time thing and they don't do a thing anymore except well, write around the thing and write books like, and talk about being free like fucking come on i don't hate somebody for like being a capitalist and yeah. making money but when you're trying to peddle the truth when you're making money peddling the truth and yeah, yeah i'm just like no nah, there's something uh, fucking dirty and weird about that like at least have a story for like why you're like ah and then i got a million dollars dumped on me in a fucking lotto and then i just decided to write books for fun to like fucking wake you people up i, I it like always is shady like all of a sudden money or at least show up and then like have something solid that you're offering like i mean it theoretically at some point like i'm gonna try not to fucking have a real job if i possibly can like no, there's stuff no. that i'm doing online where i can where i want to be able to work remotely and things like that documentaries and it might, workshops yeah oh, dude you have 100 people camping out there you charge 100 bucks a weekend that's 10k yeah Fuck. Do that twice, that to, three to times a year. Yeah. Do that quarterly. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, every three like, months, or or find some chill spots down in Earth, like where Manifest yeah. is. 
that's yeah that's a good hunting ground you know you could do one here uh, move, uh, that southern oregon where five rivers is those guys are right coastal but then the first mountain range five rivers converge there and they own 230 some acres or 250 there's acres. some good fucking sasquatch hunters down there too man i think it like yeah down in southern oregon and yeah, if you had a little, folks. yeah, if you had a like dog and pony that could travel, you could have a serious weekend side motherfucking hustle that could be like real <laughs> money pretty quick. Yeah, it's fun, fun, man, and it's fun. Dude, you get a campground at night and chilling out. And... That sounds like the perfect life, man. And I do love Sasquatch. I do want to find him. Like I'd be <laughs> so doing what wife. I love. She's you know like, what I mean? This is Sasquatch junkie of epic proportion. That's why she loves it being the, you know, Sasquatch. Tony, you got to move back to Oregon, buddy, and then we can fucking run a Sasquatch hunting business while we're doing the fucking podcast. We can live stream us fucking getting mauled by Sasquatch. Did you escape? Where do you live now, Tony? (laughs) Rhode Island. Oh, fuck. You went all the way back. Yeah, East Coast. Are you going to go to Porkfest? I am. He's going to Porkfest, that son of a bitch. I'm so fucking jealous. You got a campground (laughs) or campsite? Yeah, I don't know what it is off the top of my head. No, no. Okay, so I decided today when I had to drive all the way to fucking Albany and back, like, I'm I'm insane. I can't do that fucking trip. I can't sell enough coffee or t-shirts. Yeah, it's not it's not fucking possible. Gas is like six bucks now. Yeah, like, dude, it's nuts. It's yeah. three thousand fucking miles one way, so it's six thousand if I don't do like beeline in it, like. Fuck, that's a lot of coffee. So, and it's a lot of time I'm not here doing shit to like. Yeah, we got to recalculate how much it's going to cost to go to Float Fest because I'm wanting to go with it. Fuck. <laughs> well, if I have somebody that's like, we're splitting some shit, it's half as much. And Float's not that far. Float's like 36 hours, you know, 32 yeah. hours. It's not that far. So, yeah, Float's, Float's. Ugh. Tony, you gonna take a road trip and meet us in Texas next year? Maybe. Hey, if you know somebody though that needs a spot, okay, I'm paid for pork and fork fest, but you probably got to take it the first day of pork fest to like, and it's under the company name, so they could be Food Forest Farms uh, Associate. <laughs> Okay. And it's yeah. a, it's an RV spot. It's a good and you know the beautiful thing is it's the beginning of the Silk Road, so it's a good spot for vending shit or whatever or having okay. high traffic. So yeah, yeah. I just decided today it was like <laughs> Noah from Float was going to come up and go with me. We got talking about how much it's for him to get to San Diego to here, load up with me and then roll. Like, dude, we have to sell so much shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I get that. <laughs> so, you know, it, uh, ah, blah. so, well, I planned the fucking trip two years ago, 2020, before it all like collapsed and like gas was what, 275. Makes sense. Yeah. Fuck. And I kept yeah. trying to do it because it was on the books. Like I had paid, it's, yeah, <laughs> I did an episode on sunk costs for a reason. Goddamn Vladimir Putin. If it wasn't for him, Fucking, then oh, gas yeah, would be. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. The Vlad. Oh, goddamn. You can't print that much fucking money and not have it do shit. Oh, oh you want to hear some crazy shit? The 
So the investor guys that like own the fucking market, like that are going to buy all the houses, right? They don't split. They don't split things into states. They, they call designated marketing areas, DMAs. Nielsen and all that are really good at getting data, like really good in a, a housing shit. So they know how much housing they have to buy at a specific area to really fuck with the pricing. They're done buying. Like they've bought what they need to buy to control rents. Because think about it. If all the BlackRock properties start going up like 10% like a month, so they're all like on this crazy increase, the guys that own the developments around them are watching them. It's like, think about your corner fucking gas station. Yeah. He, he Oh, he's going up. Ah, fuck, every hour he goes up and goes up a fucking dime. Okay, we're going right behind him, an hour behind him, right? You don't got to be like, you just got to be slightly cheap. So they figured out what they have to fucking own to do all the manipulation. It's done. It's locked in. That's why quantitative tightening started two weeks ago. It's only the second time in ever fucking history they have ever shrank the money supply. Ever. <laughs> the first time. And they're not going to be able to do it successfully. I mean, that, there's not that, enough fucking tightening ooh. in the world to fix what the fuck they did. Yeah. It's a fucking like whipsaw boom. Like everyone's going to be making 30 bucks an hour, but not have any money because all the shit's going to be just as expensive. Like it's. Because milk's going to be $15 a gallon. and Like my yeah. buddy's uh, union contract's coming up for negotiation. And I was like, what do you think the number one fucking thing you guys should be negotiating for is? And he is like, uh, I was like. Annual fucking raises. Annual inflation raises. The right yeah. to renegotiate the contract every fucking year. I'm like, what the fuck? Of course, or they're going to give you the automatic 5% annual and, raise. 5% yeah. annual raise. Oh, like, no, they're, yeah. like, they're like giving them the like, dude, we're going to give you like the biggest one time 5% raise and 10% to the other, right? But you can't renegotiate for five years. Like, dude, the kid at 7 Eleven is going to be making 300 an hour. <laughs> You're still going to be stuck at like what you thought was crazy money at 50 or whatever, right? It's like, ah, good luck. The, yeah, uh, man. It's, like, it's all resetting. To mm. I was listening to this lady explaining. She's a farmer, and she was – I saw this video, and she was explaining. She was like – she lifted up the back of her, of her truck and was showing you what was in it. And she had like the the fucking alfalfa and whatever, some sort of chicken feed, all this whatever. And she said, like last year, this sack of feed cost me six dollars. This whatever these fancy bales of hay cost me like eight dollars last year. So this whole truck would it cost me about fourteen dollars. Right now, this sack this fucking sack of food is twenty six dollars. This fucking bales of hay are eighteen dollars or something like that. So it went from like, you know, up to like 50 something bucks from 14. She goes, look, you, we haven't seen this side of it yet, but you're about to see it. You look at chicken. It's going to go up to fucking $15 a pound. Steak is going to go up to $40 a pound. She goes, you think I'm, you think I'm bullshitting? Like no. just wait. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, People don't fuck. Get it. but you know, what's going to be cheap. Klaus Schwab is going to roll out there with his bugs and be like, I'll give you some yeah. grasshoppers. I know you guys are broke and you're 
you're hungry and you and this is when see this is what i'm talking about like the holiday more thing when i think they're really going to do this like huge push like i think the third world is going to actually starve to death i think a lot of the third world could possibly fucking starve to death and i think in our fucking in our world we're a first world they're not going to let us fucking like starve to death but like our comfort is going to go the fuck away. And this is when they're going to try to push this like ge- genetically modified vegan meat, you know, and this like this kind of shit, like this oh, processed God. bullshit, this rice, that, like. And the mushroom protein stuff that uh, they're all lab grown shit. It's very. Yeah. And the bugs, man. This is when they're going to be like, eat the bugs. Eat the bugs. Eat well, the bugs. And then it's going to normalize it. Because, like, that's what they're doing right now in fucking Great Britain. They are putting it in the menu for the public schools. They're getting – they're actually starting to give them bugs because they said they want to, like, take – they want to desensitize it. They want to, like, destigmatize it. it. It's – in a fucked up way, it would be better than eating wheat. <laughs> In a fucked up way, except that those fucks are going to be. What are they going to be feeding those? The oh, the, you know what I mean. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah, like the they're going to be genetically modified, not even really alive no. fucking grasshoppers that they're feeding other grasshoppers or GMO corn or GMO fucking wheat. But why are they? Yeah, I mean, you know, conventional farming's dying. I mean, that's why I'm so into permaculture, right? Think, think of the like all the per acreage increase in tonnage and all that bullshit is from NPK from the arms factory. It's leftover shit from making munitions. That's where you get all that stuff. That's that's the fertilizer. You can't salt the ground for fucking ever. You can't just keep salting it. That's why it's turning brown and running out. The that's what they're doing, man. Monoculture. Yeah, just all this fucking bullshit. Well, no, I mean, we're all well, fucked, man. man. And then... It. In, in the meantime, like BlackRock so is buying shampoo. all the fucking houses. Bill Gates is buying all the fucking farmland. They're just going to try to like aggregate us and like concentrate us into these fucking smart cities and then feed us the fucking bugs, man. We can do it though. We can. No, we. that's what we're doing. That's what this flag is. This yeah. is about exactly. But for your, but the it's, NPCs. The people that aren't alive, they're going to fucking yeah, and they're going to take some asleep star seeds with them because they're just trying to go with the flow. Yeah, the I mean, fuck. There's so much extra energy around if you just use it right. If you just fucking use it, oh, sun chick rose. You can eat it. <laughs> well, dude, have you heard about them talking about this shit too? They're literally talking about genetically modifying using mRNA technology to fucking grow plants that will be a vaccine. So oh, they're yeah. literally talking Isn't about like shit? you eat a fucking you're eating your salad and you're getting your jab. Yeah, you know, getting, yeah, putting shit into anything is just anything, like dude. God. You gotta like that's why you gotta start to know people that make stuff because. Fuck, they're gonna be, they're gonna be sneaking that shit in everything. Like, it's like what they did with sugar. Everything's high fructose corn syrup. Just yep. 
you know, like in and canola oil and soy the, oil and, and yeah. all the oils now, all right? All that yeah. shit is in everything. All in those... the beginning, butter. Yeah, it was what lard, sugar, <laughs> and then. But that was the biggest thing that they did was they attacked fat. Right. They were telling people that this saturated fat, this is what's killing you. Grandma, when she has that big old fucking tub of lard and bacon fat that she keeps on the counter, that's going to kill you. That's going to give you a heart attack. No, what's really going to fucking give you a heart attack is the wheat that they have genetically modified. That they've stripped all the bran from. All that's left is the endosperm. It's pure fucking starch. And when you eat that dog shit and then you eat this manufactured like terrible seed oils, that's what's giving you fucking heart disease. And that shit's just coming out that they knew it. They paid off scientists and they fucking yeah. lied. And the, okay, all the all the lawyer bullshit on TV right now, right? For like, did you ever work with, with glyphosate? Okay. The roundup, right? Oh, did you ever work with that's glyphosate, folks? Like yeah. they spray that shit on the wheat crops three times. So and on your people, weed down at the shop. Yeah, so the people that sprayed that are getting paid by the companies big money for all the cancer they caused. They sprayed it on the shit you're eating. If you had to on a box of Wheaties, you know how you as a manufacturer you have to list your ingredients by weight on the box. So if you couldn't just say corn, right? If you had to like put in you had to put in all the ingredients and atrazine was actually on the box by weight it would come in higher than like flavorings and such as an item. It would be like up in the item index because it's such a fucking high percentage of the stuff they're using because it uptakes it. So you're eating boxes of the shit that they're paying millions of dollars of settlements on for cancer for the guys that sprayed it on the plants, but the people that are eating the plants, no effect. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same patterns. It's the same patterns that just repeat themselves. It's just every fucking thing they tell you on the TV. That's what I was railing on today, right? It was everything they tell you on the network programming is fucking a lie or to kill you. Almost intentionally. It's to lather you up to fucking get stroke you out. It's to get you to invest at the wrong time. It's to get you to think short term. It's all fucked. But the problem is now there's Roku TV. There's 1,200 channels. I can watch like live things, like people climbing mountains and flying planes. And I can go on YouTube and just watch self-created content and all the like Rockfin and fucking auto, all that shit, right? There's so much other shit for anybody that doesn't want to be in the like programmed fear factory. As soon as you step out of the... It's like two worlds that existed. Like we talk about like Bigfoot could be a dimensional creature, right? Just in a different way. You just can't see it all the time. Sometimes you can. It's we all live together, right? But we really aren't. It's two fucking completely different societies running, right? The people that are like glued to that box at the 60 cycle flicker, right? The people that right now are watching the January 6th 
a fucking trial or whatever the fuck it is. On, I didn't even know that was a thing like going on until like yesterday. I think uh, we left the fucking. It's sports for stupid like, people. Judge Judy for the dogs <laughs> when we went out to do something and came back, and I think I heard fucking three minutes of the blabber box, and then I just heard shrill shrieking and like something about that. It's like, oh, uh, fucking circuits came to town again, huh? <laughs> Oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah that's like some Hopi prophecy about the those being two worlds being split off at this time. And it it's really, happening. It really well, Jack has talked about it on Survival Podcast way back in his like mythical land of Liberland. He was like, he's like, I see this virtual nation, but it doesn't exist in any like place. It's every place and no place at the same time. Right, everybody's forming into these tribes that all like we can all read our sign, nobody else really can see it. Right, well, that's why there's stickers and imagery, all that subcutaneous to just the fucking NPC players. Right, you got to so much easier in a parking lot seeing a <laughs> seeing a deadhead sticker, or a fucking you know sunshine sticker, fucking like yeah, all right. <laughs> Maybe I got a chance if I can. Somebody's not just buying it. But. Yeah, man, I, this is actually really cool. What we're building as far as like a community. Like, I just got an email today because uh, I always throw out my email out here. So, realitystars at gmail.com. So, if you, listeners come out, fucking send me an email. I just had a, I just had an email from a listener. He's like, "Hey, I live two fucking, I live two towns over. You want to grab a beer?" Yeah. Like, yeah, shout out, homie. Yeah, I'm going to fucking email you later after I get off this. Let's go get a beer. Like, exactly. Why not? Why not? Yeah, no, fuck. That's how that's how Wade out at Squatch Fest, he, uh, he's a Twitch gamer. And he was all scared to, like, call somebody who he, like, heard something. Of. I was like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah, whatever. Affiliate you and affiliate my stuff. Yeah, fucking to go rock it on Twitch, man. I'll fucking give you a coupon code. Let's go blow this out. Yeah, go sell yeah. shit. Yeah, fucking come on. And then he's like, oh, well, now I'm not afraid to talk to people anymore. Like, oh, come on. It's that easy. They just ask people. And if some dickhead is a dickhead to you, you got a good story, right? <laughs> hey, I met blah, blah, blah. Man, they were a dickhead. <laughs> Oh, you want a good story? Oh, so the remember the old owner of Little Caesars, Mike Illich? He was a fucking baller. He owned the Red Wings, Tigers, fucking everything. Little Caesars convention, fucking San Antonio. We're at this laser show, fucking in the in the some fucking just giant place that they rented out. Drunk as fucking shit. We're both taking a piss on this wooden fence. <laughs> Security guy like pops through the trees. <laughs> I'm like, run, Mike. I'm like, run, Mike. I got one for the team. <laughs> and I'm the I'm the slow bunny. <laughs> I let him pounce me so the CEO can fucking make the escape. Oh fuck, it was great. He's dead now. Ha <laughs> ha. His daughter was a fucking bitch. <laughs> Uh, he was a great guy, though. Oh, he got so passionate about Red Wing hockey that he just forgot that he owned Little Fucking Caesars. 
Like <laughs> no, literally, he built hockey camps all throughout Russia. Travel is that what happened to fucking little Caesars? Because at one yeah. time it was good, and then it turned into so, dog so he shit. Sent his little daughter Denise right off to like Wharton Business School to get her a fucking MBA, PhD, whatever, and then stuck her on the Chicago border reserve. So she did her time at the Fed, and then came back to run the company. And holy fucking shit! Somebody who actually got a business degree and then went to work in the pizza shops. Fuck. Yeah. When when she grabbed the helm, I was like, I sat my parents down and was like, I know you put all your money into this. Take it out. We need to have a come to Jesus (laughs) meeting. Uh, And they listened to me. Luckily, my mom was able to like hear through the like her kid telling her something. I'm like, you paid for the fucking degree. Seriously, like for five minutes, you should just not be a mom and listen to this. And she was like, oh, and it's been so long now. Diligently hid fucking everything. buried shit hid shit fucking sass shit whatever i'm like yeah yeah the ship's fucking going down because they went from two pizzas to one cheapest in the land come pick up to fucking expensive single pizza with delivery like yeah piled a shit ton of complexity and expense on the stores in a fucking spiraling down market where papa murphy's had just opened and that had just changed the entire fucking restaurant landscape because now you could use food stamps for restaurant food, but not really restaurant food because they fakey called it grocery food, even though it's restaurant food. So that fucking was in the middle of just this tornado torching through the fucking low end of the pizza industry. At the same time, she decides to go to war with Pizza Hut when they're paying Limbaugh $250 million a quarter to lose money for PepsiCo on purpose to fucking take the market back. Oh, like, if you did not see that coming, you're a dumbass. So, yeah, we divested as much as we could. And, uh, yeah, we ended up owing them, like, fucking millions at the end. Like, suck it, Monaghan. Bam. Boom. Uh, but, yeah, fuck. So we changed the Northwest Pizza Company, right? Localized the shit. Raised the pricing to, like, actually making money pricing. And, uh, boom, sales took off. Because it was like, oh, a local owner. Dude, they've been the same fucking owner the whole time. But yeah, okay, local owner now. (laughs) Pay more. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That was, yeah. You see how passionate I get about the restaurant industry? That's why I had to get the fuck out of it. I threw myself out. It's interesting it's behind the scenes dirt and shit. Because I think sometimes, like, if you're not in that world, you're just like, these people clearly know what they do, and this guy's a billionaire. Oh. And people get distracted. I get it. Oh, no. Hockey just got to be such a pat. I mean, think about it. Fucking, we get distracted with sh- Fuck, I chase shiny objects all the time. <laughs> yeah. Same. It, it's squirrel. The same thing. He just does it with, I mean, when you own multiple major league teams, you know, and businesses, shit goes down. And that's what people give Elon all this shit for all these companies. I'm like, dude, you have no idea. <laughs> like, there's teams of fucking attorneys running all those companies like he swoops by spins the fucking ball walks the floor like he like some labor dispute on a fucking line somewhere and you're busting elon balls i like there's lots of reasons to hate him but like you know running a billion dollar company like operations eh, eh, not one of them my wife hates him with the passion it's hilarious (laughs) 
<laughs> we have we have good uh, yeah we have good back and forth on that. I'm indeterminate. Is he a spook or not? Right, gentlemen. I gotta go. I'm so sorry. It's uh, it's late. I gotta it's take fun. care of the fam. <laughs> oh, shit. I just saw the time it is. Yeah. I appreciate you both. We can. We have to do it again. We'll do a fucking part two, part three. And uh, Hello, my show at, <laughs> at Scrambling University. The home. Hell yeah, man! Anytime. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck, Anthony. Have fun out there. God, sorry, I'm not going to see you. Oh, no. Uh, it's it's too insane. When I can get on a plane and just zip back there and go fucking have fun, I'm going to do it. I so, think yeah. you can, man. They're not making you wear masks right now, right? No, no. I don't give a shit. It's cash flow. I kind of yeah. made a promise that I would get to 100 fucking subscribers on my NFT program for my coffee. So that, too. I don't want to kind of blow a bunch of money. <laughs> You know, peace in the <laughs> peace in the universe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's gonna be the last pork. It'll be interesting to see what happens. All right, well fuck it's I'll let you late. know. Yeah, let <laughs> me know. And yeah, yeah, now yeah, DM me. Hit, hit, hit me up. If somebody yeah. really needs a spot, we got uh, uh what till the twentieth, right? Yeah. Awesome. All right. Thanks, gentlemen. I'm gonna hit the outro. See ya.